So welcome to today's podcast where I am joined by Mr. Jeff Atkinson um, from Huckabye. Is Huckabye your main website, Jeff? Yes, Huckabye, yeah. like buy a product. <laughs> Just in case you had multiple, because I always do that and then guys are like, that's not the right website. But anyway, Jeff from Huckabye, um, for anyone who hasn't heard of Jeff or what he does, but Jeff, welcome to the show. Um, I do appreciate you coming on and hopefully giving us some good uh, tips and knowledge of some of the cool stuff that you're into. Um, but for anyone who's not too sure what you do or what Huckabye is or who you are, can you just give us a kind of brief background of your kind of, you know, your, your experience? For sure. Thanks for having me, Craig. Um, big fan and it's great to be here. So my background comes from a huge uh, U.S. online retailer called Overstock.com. We, I was their SVP of marketing, and we had a great <clears throat> SEO run of going from zero to 300 million in revenue. Um, we eventually we pushed it so far that we got um, banned for nine months, which was you know quite a badge of honor, perhaps. I don't know how you see it, but uh, we were the first company to ever have Google make a public press release about them kicking us off their their site. <laughs> um, so that was a really big run. I learned a lot. You know, we did a lot of things, some some sort of sketchy and a lot that weren't. Um, we did a lot of cool technical SEO stuff. So uh, we kind of came upon structured data, also known as schema. Um, and now I have a company, a software company based in Park City, Utah. And we essentially um, leverage some of the best technical things you can do out there. So the two things that we really focus on are structured data, the automation of structured data, and then as well as dynamic rendering, which is sort of a new concept in the SEO world that I think is a really important one. And we're taking advantage of that. Interesting, interesting. And yeah, I think that's a badge of honor getting banned from Google, by the way. <laughs> Overstock, I think uh, if Google are looking to get you off there, then for me, I think you've done something right. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure other people will probably frown upon it, but uh, yeah, no, definitely a badge of honour from me anyway, but um, interesting stuff. Um, the first thing um, I want to talk to you about is obviously I've had a look through your website, obviously the Overstock thing, very successful and you've done everything there and obviously went on to, to do this stuff, but the dynamic rendering side of things, obviously we've heard of Schema, which we'll touch on in a minute, uh, you know, further on, but uh, the dynamic rendering is something... You know, as I said to you prior to coming on here, um, the I mean, I mean, I know technical SEO to some degree, but when it comes to schema or you know things like um, you know dynamic rendering and everything else, you know that really is proper geeky stuff and requires a great level of technical knowledge. So I'd love to hear more about what that is and what it is you've actually made because I think it's a software type thing that you are. Um, yep. uh, you, you've developed there. So I'd love to hear more about what it is your thing offers and what dynamic rendering actually is. Yeah, so dynamic rendering is a really sort of new wrinkle in SEO. So essentially about a year and a half ago, um, Google came out and said, you know, we're okay with dynamic rendering, which basically dynamic rendering basically just means that sites load dynamically based on what calls them. So a mobile experience is going to be different than a desktop. But their big change was they said, well, now you can actually give a version just for us, which I thought was a really big change because forever they've talked about, you know, it has to be the same thing as the user, blah, blah, blah. And now they're saying, well, you can actually give us a different version. 
the reason for that is because the front end is getting so complex, especially the the sort of growth of JavaScript as a language that delivers content and such. Anytime Google runs into JavaScript, they get tripped up and they can't crawl with their regular HTML crawler. So they kick it to what they call a rendering queue. And that takes something like 10 times the amount of processing power to, to be able to crawl and understand a page. So they really don't like all this front end stuff that's happening, especially JavaScript. So they're saying, well, now you can actually just give us a version that's simpler. And that's what Huckabye does with our SEO cloud. So we actually convert <clears throat> a site from you know, complicated front end, lots of JavaScript into a flat HTML version and allow them to be able to crawl and download a site almost instantaneously. So they can come to an SEO cloud version of a site. They'll, they'll be able to download. It's, we have a partnership with Cloudflare that makes these pages like almost render instantly. So like our average, you know, page speed is like 100 to 300 milliseconds, which is just super quick. Um, and it just gives them everything that they want, you know, right right away. And so any kind of site that's a little more complex, a uh, little larger, uh, that they're kind of struggling to, to be able to fully crawl, um, that's when this, this product works really well. Um, so we have some really big customers that are on it, you know, Salesforce is a customer, uh, Concur is a customer. We have some just really, big uh, customers that that need something that makes their site easier for Google to crawl. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm, I'm assuming you've done a lot of testing around this and something I want to ask here, and it might be a completely stupid question, but when if I was to use um, your SEO cloud for this um, and got my website, you know, you, your thing makes my website really fast loading and everything else, is that you know what 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 does Google use to to actually you know how people say site speed's an important ranking factor? Would it be your version of the website that the kind of Huckabye thing, um, or would it be my actual version of the website that the the speed is actually based on in terms of the algorithm and stuff like that? So that's a great question. That's part of the black box that I actually don't know for a fact. So I think they might use a little bit of both. Um, I think it is somewhat weighted on the user version. Um, fortunately, you know, the nice thing with, with a Huckabye SEO cloud is you actually get the benefits of Cloudflare for your user version as well. So you'll mm -hmm. still have that JavaScript, but it'll be cached, it'll be much quicker, um, and you'll pick up performance improvements there. But to answer your question, I actually don't officially know which one they use. They haven't, you know, stated it. Yeah. Um, but it's probably, you know, a little bit of both. Um, and they're they're certainly very grateful when they come to a site and they can, you know, it, it's lickety split and it, and it loads super fast and they can crawl it super fast. That, they, they reward, you know, such websites. Yeah. So in terms of how this actually works, um, the Huckabye SEO cloud, so is that a server as such? So that's where people would essentially host their website, I'm assuming? Yeah, so it's hosted, um, again, <laughs> this partnership with Cloudflare. So it's in the, it's in the cloud. Uh, Cloudflare is known for what's called edge delivery. So edge delivery, think of, um, yeah, essentially like servers, but located at 200 nodes around the world. And to host something at edge means it's just right there available. So if say a bot comes in from wherever in the world, um, the closest location will serve that version of the site. And that makes it why it's so fast and it's, you know, it's cached, it's ready to go, it's in memory. It doesn't have to go to origin to the original site and go through all the you know third-party servers and you know go call a chat box and all these things. It's just ready to load and, and right there at edge. Cool. And obviously, for um, someone who 
potentially may be interested in using this. What is the kind of you know turnaround time in terms of the website being converted into a flat HTML website? Is that something that's automated, or do you do you guys have to do stuff, or how does it work? So it's actually fully automated, which is kind of insane. But yeah, you you make an IP change, and that allows us to host the SEO Cloud version. And it usually, you know, on average, it takes like three or four days for us because we actually come through and render the whole site for you. Um, think of like so Google will only spend so much time rendering your site. Uh, Huckabye will spend as much time as possible, and then have that version ready for Google. Um, and so, yeah, it takes maybe like just a few days to really have the whole site, depending on the size of the site, but it takes a couple of days to have the whole site ready to roll. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, so that that is obviously one side of things that you've got. You've obviously got your um, structured data side of the business as well, um, which is two great offerings, obviously dynamic rendering, and then you've got structured data, which I personally, from the websites I see out there, a lot of people still not really implement structured data. You know, you've got your proper, you know, guys who are you know fighting over the the kind of featured snippets and stuff like that. But there's so many kind of small businesses just don't even know what it is. Um, so, and there's lots of guys out there, different plugins and everything else that that you know you can implement this stuff. So, what is the the kind of unique selling point of your or Huckabye structured data? software yeah so ours is fully automated which is really nice so you don't have to ever log into something and you know point and click or select you know things that you want structured data to be applied to so you can rest assured that you're going to have world-class structured data on every single page and every single markup opportunity on the website and that's that's the uniqueness of huckabye is that you don't have to do anything <laughs> and yeah. yet the best that's possibly out there and so Structured data is just becoming, you know, if you look at algorithm trends over the last five years, it's just almost every algorithm update includes more and more structured data. So it is sort of a directionally where Google's going and how they want to be communicating with sites. We really think of it as like the language that they prefer to speak. And so, um, yeah, you can just have, you know, it fully automated throughout the entire website, which is which is a nice feature. So over over the past couple of years, you know, in terms of my own, um, as I said to you, you know, I'm a dummy when it comes to structured data and stuff like that. It's not my cup of tea. Um, <clears throat> but I have tried out various different options, plugins and stuff like that. And they always, always, always come up with an error. Um, there's always something bloody wrong. Um, so how does yours work? Is yours a plugin? And, you know, is structured data always going to have small errors? Um, and this is something I've always wanted to ask a structured data guy, um, you know, someone a specialist in it. It always comes up with it's something, you know, stupid that's missing um, when I do, you know, when I put it through the tool. Um, does that actually mean that my page is not valid, you know, in terms of structured data if I've got one single error on it? Um, so it's not good to have an error for sure. You, you want to remove those as, as much as possible. It's usually. Um, we prefer to see warnings than errors. Warnings simply are like fields that you might not have. The say you have a software product and you're not willing to show the price of it, um, that uh, that can generate a warning. Um, but it is errors are bad. You know they they are the thing with structured data is that it's authoritative. So 
um, it needs to be correct because they leverage it, right? And they're rich, rich snippets. So if there's pieces missing and there's an error, um, that's gonna, they're gonna ignore it, essentially. They're just not gonna use it. Um, so you do have to eliminate those errors. And the reason that they happen with all these plugins is um, there's really two moving targets when it comes to structured data. One is your website is constantly going to be changing and evolving and it could easily break structured data. The other is that Google is constantly changing their requirements around structured data. So even without you doing anything, they could generate an error now. Um, and so that's kind of the nice part about it being fully automated is you don't, you know, you don't have to worry about those errors anymore. Um, we, cause we have, you know, 60 plus customers that we're monitoring. Um, you can always kind of rest assured that you're going to have the best structured data that you could possibly have. But yeah, those errors are tough. They, they basically will just ignore it. Um, you won't really get penalized for it, but they, they don't, it won't benefit you in any way. Yeah. Um, that's just always been the kind of free crappy plugins and and stuff like that I've messed about <laughs> with. Um, but yeah, so how does yours? How do you implement? If someone wanted to just get your structured data, is it a plugin or how does it? You know, uh, you know, merge with the website. What's the kind of process there? So it's just installed using Google Tag Manager. So mm-hmm. you just copy and paste a, a script in there that allows us to generate what's called a JSON-LD packet, which is just a lightweight packet of, you know, small packet at the top of the page containing your structured data. Um, and that's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. It takes you five minutes to get Huckabye Live. Um, and that's it. You you don't need to do anything else. Huckabye does everything else. Yep. Yeah, from there on, it's in our hands. And what what's the cost of that? Usually it ranges for just structured data, I think our lowest price point is around like fifteen hundred a month, and it goes all the way up to, you know, SEO Cloud is usually three to four k a month. Um, so it really depends on the size of the site and how complex it is. Uh, but yeah, sort of in that twelve hundred to or fifteen hundred to four thousand a month range is, is typical. Yeah, I mean, I think for people out there who have got, does it matter if someone comes to you and they've got ten thousand pages? Is it still the same price? Um, it is priced by number of pages, but ten thousand really is not a, a a big number for us. Yeah, cool. Um, so, for in terms of um, you know going forward, have you got any other kind of cool things coming out? Because obviously you're developing um, you know some cool stuff there, and obviously dynamic rendering um, clearly makes a lot of common sense. And and what you're doing, you know, I'm, I'm as I say, I'm not a Google engineer or anything, but it makes perfect sense to to be able to serve Google. Uh, a real kind of um, condensed version of your website and, and you know, improve things that way. And structured data speaks for itself, I think. Future-proofing your business and your website is key. But is there anything else up and coming? Um, yeah. One of the things that we're interested in doing is having that at-edge version of the site for users as well. So actually having a simplified, well, coding-wise, a simplified version but the user interaction is still the same. Um, so that's sort of the next iteration of our SEO cloud product will be, you actually get you know the user version much faster than what you have now. So there is improvements that you get with Cloudflare to the user version today, but we wanna push that to be you know much better than it is currently and, and actually getting you know 300 milliseconds, you know, maybe it'll be a, a bit more, but really fast page speed for, for your user version as well. I think uh, 
I was looking at websites the other week because I was thinking of tweaking my own website and, you know, changing it up a bit. And I think more minimalistic, I really like Neil Patel's website at the moment, which is really plain, simple, and probably mm -hmm. super fast loading. I'm sure he's probably got someone like you, um, mm -hmm. you know, doing your things behind the scenes. Um, mm -hmm. Make sure that, that that is the case. But I think a, a more minimalist look um, yeah. and to do that is certainly the way I'm looking to go as well. And that wasn't, I'm not copying Neil Patel as such. I just think going forward, there's a lot of clutter out there. <laughs> um, and most mm -hmm. people are using WordPress. But for, for guys like you who are super technical, is WordPress the platform to be building websites on? Do you still think it's it's worthwhile you know, having WordPress or, or is, is there something else out there that you would recommend for, you know, in terms of better speed and being able to implement structured data and everything else? Is there something else? Yeah, you know, there WordPress is still good. It, it's not fast. Um, it's not it's not the best, but it still gives you so much uh, freedom in terms of being able to build and design and and implement, you know, um, third parties and such like that, that it really is kind of hard to be. I think just like you said with your site and Neil Patel's site, we are kind of coming full circle where sites are, I think, especially sites that are minded towards SEO are going to be simplified and are going to be really sort of minimalistic because um, that's what Google wants, right? That's what they're looking for. They would love it if the internet went back to 1995. <laughs> they would love, They would love that, you know? If you think about their challenges, like the internet's not slowing down, it's just growing exponentially and it's much slower than it used to be, which mm -hmm. makes their job almost impossible. So they love sites like, you know, Wikipedia that are super streamlined, straightforward, flat HTML, there's no dynamic content. So I do think um, there is gonna be, you know, there really isn't a perfect solution from a website builder perspective for SEO right now. Mm -hmm. um, maybe there, there will be, but you know, we're trying to handle that technical conversation so that no matter what you use on the front end, you're going to rest assured you're going to have this like perfect Google experience. But yeah. Uh, yeah, WordPress gives you a lot of flexibility that's sort of hard to beat. Yeah, I think also for me, uh, especially with WordPress, it's just really simple and easy to get mm -hmm. your team or whatever just to log in. They don't need any real technical expertise. You know, if you've got a content writer or whatever, just give them mm -hmm. a process and... and off the pop and uh, do their thing. Um, so no, I was just curious to know if, you know, obviously you're always thinking what's ahead, what's ahead, and if there yep. was something cool, um, some golden golden new CMS out there. Unfortunately <laughs> um, ah, not. Press, uh, can't shake it off. But, I know. Uh, um, so, you know, in terms of Huckabye and stuff like that, what, what is the kind of set up like there is, is, is this thing whole thing automated do you have to have a big team you know what's your team and stuff like that like and how long have you actually been going with Huckabye I know you were at um Overstock before but how long has this been in process uh, in progress this business so it's been about five years but the first two years were actually an affiliate site that um was not a great idea to be honest it wasn't the best business model especially because Google was kind of shutting down on affiliates or at least if you were selling products um so but the last two and a half years uh we have been doing this software so we pivoted about two and a half years into this product 
Um, we're at about 14 employees. Uh, we just went through a series seed round of two, 2.3 million. But uh, because of the madness in the world right now, we're sort of, we're not going to make huge bets this year and, and just grow like gangbusters. We're sort of playing it a lot safer. Um, but yeah, mostly, so 14, about half of that's development. Um, and then the rest is we have a customer success team that that sort of thinks about SEO the way that I do. And they, they know what it takes for, you know, any given company to really have true SEO growth using our product. And then um, we're, you know, doing our own bit of marketing and SEO. So we have a marketing team as well. So, but it's relatively small because that's the beauty of software, right? You, the, the software really is what's doing the work and doing, um, helping our customers grow. And so we don't need huge amounts of people like an agency or something where, you know, we're, we're logging hours and, and tracking all that. We, we don't do that. We're just focused on the software. No, it's, it's uh, the perfect way. I think it's uh, something I would always dream of is, is being able to, you know, have a tool or a software um, going forward so that you can, you know, reduce your kind of overheads and allow automation mm -hmm. and technology to, to work for you rather than, um, you know, what everyone else is doing i've got to hire vas content writers videographers um you know you know developers and everything else to be able to do what i do in a day-to-day -day business but uh yeah it's curious curious to know how um people are set up there and um, i think obviously a smart way of working is is keeping it condensed um, mm -hmm. and are, are your staff remote or or you know stuff like that or, or, or are they actually based in an office out in uh, utah so they are mainly remote development team is fully remote um we do have an office in park city uh it's on shutdown right now but about uh a third of the team um comes to the office and on an on a normal day and the rest are, are distributed around the united states but everybody's in the united states um development is you know kind of all over the country yeah those interesting setup i think uh very very wise to scale your business in that way. Um, so going forward and stuff like that, I know you said you're going to take it easy, you're not going to go all out. And is that down to the coronavirus situation or was that always going to be your way of growing the business anyway? So we, it is because of the coronavirus for sure. So we, um, we've always been sort of bootstrapped and we've never had like a ton of capital. I mean, we, we do now, but uh, we've always done things to sort of organically grow the business. And that's how we've gone so far. Um, we do think that, that, you know, obviously the economy is taking a bit of a hit and people aren't really buying big software licenses and such right now. So yeah, we're just going to um, make sure that we're, you know, right around break even and, and, and try to grow organically and scrappy instead of, you know, hiring an enormous sales team all of a sudden um, that would put a lot of sort of stress on the business in terms of what they'd have to achieve from a from a sales perspective. So, um, yeah, I think it's time just to uh, to to be safe and to and to really try to make it. This is going to test everybody's businesses and it's going to make the good ones really survive. And and so that's why we're really focused on um growing organically and being able to be so, sort of self-sustaining without without needing, you know, tons of venture capital. Yeah, and I think obviously it's wise jumping um, around podcasts and stuff like that as well, just organically um, plodding away. You can get a lot from that as a, 
And yeah, it's great. I mean, the audiences are so smart and like to be on your show with your listeners is it's a great way to connect with potential customers, but also just to learn about, you know, what what else is happening out there in the SEO world. So we're really appreciative of what you do. And um, this is a great mechanism for people to just understand about Huckabye and what we're up to and that this sort of stuff's going on. Because otherwise, you know, if it's different with you get advertisements or paid search, right? We're all in SEO for a reason. We love the organic stuff. So um, yeah, this is really uh, what we what we like to do. No, I think it's definitely the best way. And obviously uh, talking about it and, you know, in a non-salesy type way um, just allows people to make that choice or, you know, make their ears perk up, going, oh, that, you know, the, the dynamic yeah. rendering thing, I need to look into that and um, see if that's how that could benefit my business and whatnot. So I think podcasts have always worked really well uh, for me and, and, you know, going to events and stuff, I think. Um, yeah. Although I'm an SEO guy and or a digital marketing guy, you know, I, I do try and keep the paid crazy stuff to a minimum um, yeah. it's uh, likewise we don't do really any paid uh media anymore um we've dabbled in it you know at overstock we did a ton but then really dialed it back and focused on seo and your your investments in technology always seem to be the ones that have the highest roi so really good email marketing um really good uh conversion rate optimization seo those are the things that i found at overstock always paid the highest ROI. And so we we put a lot more money into, and that's really why I you know started Huckabye. I was like, let's invest in technology here. And and technology is it's just it's more efficient than than relying on paid media. Paid media yeah. is, you know, it's tough. It's tough to work. It's and it's constantly getting more competitive. But um, <coughs> one thing I did want to ask and I'm not sure if you're allowed to talk about it too much, but obviously you said um, your previous place, um, Overstock, you went from you know zero to three hundred million. Um, what sort of time frame was involved in that? It was like three and a half years, which is kind of wild. Three and a half, four years. It was quick. Yeah, that is is crazy growth, and I'm ass- I'm assuming they're still going well, and the the your business is still you know progressing. Yeah, I don't think it's growing at the rate that we were growing back then, but um, it's a good business. Um, you know, people love Overstock, really good products, great prices, and the the fundamentals of the business are really good. I think SEO was just a huge growth spurt, you know, and it and it attracted a lot of new customers and sort of it actually changed the company. So we were before we were, you know. One of the things that's cool about SEO is you can actually move the company towards where demand actually is, meaning like mm-hmm. what people search for. So we actually moved into this home and garden company as a result of SEO. Um, it was like 2010 uh, and no one was really doing like the big box retailers that sold furniture and sheets and all those were, were really not savvy online yet. And so we just moved into that space. And now everybody knows Overstock is a home and garden company. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's wild how that that can happen, you know, where where you can find SEO opportunities and they'll actually change your business model. I think that's the great thing about SEO, though. Um, even for myself, um, you know, through the years, I've tried and tested um, different models. And although I'm an SEO, I can be a, a roofing company. I could be a 
software developer company or whatever it could be. Um, yep. just, just depends where, where the opportunities arise. But um, <coughs> no, I think taking that, you know, from zero to 300 million in this, that period of time is a massive success story. And um, I love I love hearing those weird, um, crazy <laughs> growth spots there. Um, I just, you always hear a lot of people talking negative about business and ah, things are slow and things are crap and this doesn't work. But I think, um, you know, if you do things properly, you can grow, you know, to, to wherever you want to be as long as the processes and the, the kind of budgets and everything else are in place and um, stuff like that. But, you know, in terms of uh, Huckabye and, and stuff, just before we, we end off, um, what is it only those two um, products that you do or do you offer any kind of consultancy or, or anything else? I know you probably not get time for that and you don't want to do that, but <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, if someone's listening to this webinar and goes, wow, you know, Jeff's a really cool guy. I'd love to talk to him about, um, you know, by all means, your structured data and anything else, but is there anything else that you offer or is it a don't approach me. I don't want to talk to you about business. <laughs> no, it's part of the job, right? So uh, obviously my background is is in this world and it's all about growth. And I think about SEO a little differently than most do. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I, I talk a lot to, to, to companies and to, to individuals that just want to learn more and happy to make the same, you know, uh, do the same for your audience. If there's people that just want to talk SEO, you know, drop us a line at Huckabye and, and, you know, we will, we'll certainly hop on a call or whatever, but it's part of my job, I think is to, is to just have conversations, right. About SEO and, and digital marketing as a whole, right. We were a $1.3 billion company. So I do have a background in not just SEO, but all things marketing, whether it's branding or it's, um, you know, just how to build a brand like that. Uh, that's my background, and I'm always up for having conversations. It's, I have I have them all the time with customers, um, and I always say that's like one of the hidden things that we don't put into your, you know, why you're paying us. <laughs> you're paying us for the software, but you do get to. I do help a lot of you know of our customers with their overarching digital marketing strategy. I try to, you know, at least spend an hour with with a customer every, you know, every six months or so to make sure that they're they're getting what they need and um so yeah that's that's part of my job uh we try to minimize it but it, it never really happens i still end up talking about this stuff all the time which is fine by me no it's good good to hear that you're open to it and i think opportunities always arise from that as well so what i'll do um is that obviously we are out of time and it has been a very quick 30 minutes and um, just talking about huckabye but what I'll do is, any, for anyone watching, the um, link to Jeff's website, Huckabye, will be below. And obviously, as he said there, he's, he's more than um, happy to you know, have conversations with good people. So that is also a good bonus. And I think we'll, we'll stand you in good stead going forward as well. Because I think, you know, you get, get, you know, what goes around comes around. And I think I'm the same as you, just have conversations with people. And yeah. sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But... Um, it's good to talk but uh, yeah. thank, thank you very much for coming on and sharing um, that information with us thank you Craig this is awesome I love what you're doing and um, yeah I just feel honoured to be on, on the podcast and being able to 
chat SEO with you. I love love your background and uh, yeah, what goes around comes around. You're absolutely right. Be open to meeting people and having conversations because you never know what can come of it. Exactly. But uh, no, thank you, Jeff. And uh, and no doubt we will catch up soon. Hopefully we meet up for a beer or something in person. I'd like that. I'd love that. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks a lot.